This is Amber Stevens, and you're listening to Airs and Arrows, the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Airs and Arrows. I am so excited, so excited to be here and to discuss this topic today. In light of um, my husband and I's 11th wedding anniversary, we're going to be talking about love, but we're going to talk about it in a different sense. And so hang on tight because we're going to get in there. I wanted to bring up, there is the author, his name is Gary Chapman. And a lot of people are familiar with his work. He did a book some years back, and it was called The Five Love Languages. And I have a copy right here. The Five Love Languages, How to Express Heartfelt Commitment to Your Mate. And, you know, like I said, my husband and I have been married for 11 years now. And one thing that you learn very early in marriage is that it is not a fairy tale at all. It's not. It takes work. It takes a lot of work and humility. And so we're going to jump right into it. So he has five love languages, the the author that he talks about in his book. And they are quality time, words of affirmation, gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. Now, while these are not necessarily um, I don't know, like like from the Bible exactly. These are some principles that definitely have been extracted from the Bible. So let's take it from the beginning. This is not in any particular order, but we're going to talk about quality time. Quality time. When you think about God being with us, that's quality time. Like one of the names of Jesus is Emmanuel, which means God with us. Um, when we talk about words of affirmation, I mean, literally the whole Bible is a whole book of affirmations for us. He talks about us being the apple of his eye. He talks about us being um, more than overcomers. Like he continuously gives us words of affirmation, words affirming us. When he, when we talk about gifts, gift giving, uh, the Bible says that God gives spiritual gifts, but he also gives Um, us other gifts such as children. He provides for our needs. He gives us the things that we, um, that our hearts desires. Like all these things are gifts. Um, When we talk about physical touch, he gives us people. I know some of y'all were like, how is she going (laughs) to talk about physical touch? He gives us people, people through which we can express our love. We can hug and we can kiss and we can touch. Like that is God's love towards us. And then acts of service, When you think about Jesus, Jesus served us like he literally said, I come to serve and not to be served. He put others before himself, um, which is essentially what love is like. That's the bottom line, putting others before ourselves. You know, when you think about love, it's for other people. Now, of course, self-love is very important. Um, If you don't have self-love, you can't properly love another person. But let's assume that we have already taken care of the self-love. Love is for other people. Love is to be expressed in giving it and showing it to other people. And that's exactly what God did for us and what Jesus did. And so um, I wanted to read a scripture. This scripture 
it's a very familiar scripture um, that and it's used a lot of times when we're talking about marriage and weddings. And that is 1 Corinthians 13. I'm going to start at verse 4. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. And so when you look at that scripture, though a lot of times is used for weddings and marriages, that is a, a, a passage that can be used when talking about any kind of relationship, really. And I bring up these um, five language, love languages today because I had I was talking to a friend some months ago and um, I was thinking about the fact that I really believe that not only can you use these love languages in your relationship with a significant other, your spouse, but I really feel like you can use it in every type of relationship with your children, with your family, with your friends. And even when we think about God, you know, showing love to God, you know, in the Bible, it says that if you love me, keep my commandments. So even God has a love language, so to say, like obedience. He wants us to obey him. He wants us to obey his commandments. Romans 13, 8 says, oh, nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love one another. And so again, this love that God has given to us, we want to give it right back to him by obeying him and we want to give it to others. Let's talk about some of these. So quality time. I'm um, realizing that relationships, whether it be marriage or friendships or whatever, uh, um, mother and daughter or father and son, every relationship needs quality time. If you're not spending time with people, there is no relationship. <laughs> if you're not spending time with God, there is no relationship. Like you have to spend time with the people that you love. Jesus spent time with his disciples. He didn't just come to the earth and die and rise and go back to heaven. Like he spent quality time with the people that he was invested in. He spent quality time with the people that he loved. And so that's our example. Words of affirmation. You know, one of my daughters, she thrives on words of affirmation. You can tell that she lights up. Um, she feels esteemed. She feels more confident when there are words of affirmation spoken to her. And so a lot of times I would try to share words with her and also speak words that she can repeat even to herself, teaching her how to love herself um, so that she can be a good lover to someone else in friendships, um, one day in marriage, one day to her children. Gifts. Some people really like gifts. And the, the thing is, you don't have to spend a lot of money per se on these gifts. It just is important that people know that you thought of them. I know for myself, like I like to be extravagant when I can. I like to um, really do things uh like over the top. And a lot of times if I, if I can't do it, I get really discouraged. But the truth is, is that um, when you give someone a gift, 
if it's from the heart, they'll appreciate it. And if it's their love language, they will appreciate it. Acts of service. You know, serving people. I think that honestly, as moms, as wives or husbands, um, as sons and daughters, whatever role we find ourselves in, we should be serving people. And to the best of our ability, serve them with the right heart. Because you can be doing something and your heart is far from it. But if you serve with a good heart and with love in your heart, it's going to show. And then physical touch. Another one of my daughters, they um, we call we call her our little love bug because she likes to be coddled and um, held. And physical touch is really important to her. And so we try to give that to her and understand that, you know, even when it's even when we have things to do, like I'm like I'm a doer. So I, I'm constantly doing stuff, but sometimes making myself stop, slow down and, you know, give her a hug or hold her or whatever it might be to show her that I love her. It's really important. I really just wanted to express that these love languages are not just for your spouse. It's not just for your husband or your wife. But it can be used in every relationship. And, you know, some people have said, like, they think that more love languages could have been added. I mean, okay, sure. (laughs) But I think these five are a good base or a good foundation um, from showing our love to people. So get to know what others want. Get to know what the people in your life want, how they want to feel love. A lot of times we give people what we want, but it's not necessarily what they want. So I think it's really important to learn how others feel the most loved by you. That's how we're going to show ourselves to be a good spouse and a good friend and a good parent and a good son or daughter. That's how we're going to show it by finding out Um, how others want to be loved and not just whatever we give, they should just take or accept. No, we want to love them and we want to love them well. So find out, take the time and you can ask them like, hey, what's your love language? What do you find most important to you when it concerns um, how you're being loved? Is it physical touch? Is it quality time? Is it, you know, words of affirmation? And you know, some people... They might have um, more than one or they might have an order in which they, you know, deem, you know, the most important to the least important. Whatever it is, take the time to find out and to really invest in in showing them how it is they want to be loved. For spouses, you know, especially, especially for husbands and wives, it's very important. You should know what it is that your husband or wife wants in regards to love. And the thing is, you know, it's something that you might have to revisit every so often because things can't change. In one season, they might really want um, physical touch. In another season, they might need acts of service. Whatever it is, find out, take the time, and then also express how you want to be loved, not only in your marriage, But in your friendships, you know, tell people how you want to be treated. Tell people how you want to be loved by them. It's okay. 
And you know, one way you can love me is by sharing this podcast with other people. All right. (laughs) So that's it. Yeah. Love you so much.